to the Tapeworms Podcast. My name's Tony Tapeworm. To my right, we've got Ramon. Howdy do, howdy Across do. from me, we've got Caesar. Hello, how are you doing today? Welcome, <laughs> it's, the date is January 20th, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so formal? <laughs> and this is NPR <laughs> Radio News. No, it's not. I slept a lot today. Nah, it's, it's a Tapeworms Podcast, you know how it is. this whole weekend yeah i uh i went to hamburger mary's you know hamburger mary's nope i'm sort of aware of it what's what's it about well i went there on sunday for uh their brunch because they have bottomless mimosas and i went with my girlfriend and a lot of her friends and so fti by the way (laughs) i don't know like specifically what um the the regular form of entertainment is there or if it even regularly has entertainment but for the Sunday brunch, they had a drag show, mm. and uh, what's a drag show? It was just a lot of, uh, I guess, people that like to dress in drag. Because um, what I, from what I found out, um, there was a woman in drag too, so it's not just limited to men. Um, she performed some songs, and then everyone else performed. They danced. Some of them kind of didn't even sing; they just kind of twerked really hard. And they make a lot of, they make really good money what from what music, I saw. What kind of music were they dancing? It was, it was everything. Some girl was uh, dancing to Selena. Oh. Another one was uh, just twerking hard as hell to some hip hop. Um, and people would like tip them? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. Um, but right before the show started, like a girl was walking around and she uh, had like a bag of $1 bills. Oh. And so you'd give her a bill and she'd give you a bunch of dollar bills in return. And um, so it's just, you got to tip them. Um, it was Where, really fun. How they, close was your table to the stage? We were, we were closer to the back, which was pretty cool because, um, like, some of the girls get really uh, hardcore with you. Uh-oh. So, like, if you tip them, they're, even with you, whether you tip them or not, they'll get, like, they'll start twerking on you or they'll just start touching you. But are they really uh, girls or are they guys? Well, they're guys, and some of them were, um, uh, one of the girls was, was like, a uh, girl in drag. Um, but, yeah. And uh, I was just trying to eat my chocolate chip pancakes. Um, so I didn't want to get like a booty all over it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we sat in the back. They had reservations. Um, Instead of chocolate chip, you get a different kind of. <laughs> yeah, How chocolate. was the chocolate chip pancakes? It was, it was pretty good. Um, my big? my was one. Big one? Uh, it was just like your IHOP chocolate chip. Oh, you know, okay. it was pretty expensive. It was like sixteen dollars. That's my one thing with the place. Um, it is really expensive. Um, the bottomless mimosas were I think like close to forty dollars. Damn. And because it gets so packed for Sunday brunch. Um, I didn't end up getting the mimosas because uh, I wasn't sure how how you know loyal they'd be to refilling my cup uh, throughout the, service? the whole morning. Service is everything. I was yeah. Uh, so busy, I just right? I just decided to get a drink. Um, the drink was also super expensive. It was like close to thirty dollars, like around twenty six, twenty seven. God damn! What'd you get? It was just like a. It was it was like a, it was called the lemon electric lemonade, and it just <sighs> had like a little vodka, and that's oh. my other issue. <laughs> I had that, um, and my girlfriend had, like, a watermelon drink thing, mm-hmm. and um, she, like, if she has any alcohol, like, a sip, her face starts getting red, like, she gets the Asian glow, mm-hmm. she, like, is tipsy upon her first sip of alcohol, Damn. and she, you know, like, knocked at, knocked down, like, a, a huge drink, and she didn't feel anything, so that just led me to believe that I, we both paid, like, a lot of money for, like, really watered-down drinks, which kind of hurt. 
Damn. I, mean, I guess you pay for the drag show there. You don't. Yeah, you have to pay also. Money. It's $6. Oh, there's an entry fee too? Yeah. Well, they, they don't charge you at the entrance, but later when you get your bill, uh, it's uh, there's $6 per person on your damn. table. But I mean, overall, it was really was entertaining. It's it like a party of six or more. You also got to pay. No, uh, the, they, they, you can add the tip yourself. Uh, I think they're making good it. money off everything else. They yeah, <laughs> They don't want to stack on anything else. But it, I mean, it's it's very popular. It was in West Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was really packed. I think there was a show right after ours because as soon as we left, like there was a line down the whole street to get in. So um, really, it's it's a very successful franchise because they had uh, on the menu if you want a franchise call this number <laughs> really um yeah so but yeah i mean it was fun the drag show was really cool it was it was very entertaining they sang a bunch of different songs they twerked super hard they're funny like some of them kind of did stand up it was it was pretty cool nice nice drag bad drinks yeah i mean i ended up buying three drinks because um Jeez. You know, it was a Sunday brunch. I was trying to have a good time. You're trying to get trashed. No. Nah. You wanted to black the fuck. So I guess you, you pre-game before? No, nah, we that didn't pre-game. I mean, I pre-game with the burrito, but oh. um, <laughs> it, it just, I mean, if I hadn't had like a drop of alcohol in a while just because I've been working and then just trying to watch my your, figure. You're doing your whole 30 or no, yeah. not whole 30. Uh, I've been intermittent fasting. Yeah, you're. And so morning. it just so happens that the times I'll go party with friends is around the time that I'm fasting. Right, right. Um, so Sunday brunch, you know, just have a little, a little drink in the morning. Man. But um, even after three drinks on on a slightly empty stomach and uh, not having had any alcohol in a while, um, I didn't even manage to pull off a slight buzz. So now you know. Now, now I know. Now for the listeners, Hamburger Mary's pregame before if you're going to the drag show because their drinks are very weak. Yeah, and uh, and you're gonna pay top dollar. Yeah, but would you recommend it for? Yeah, some I, mean, if, I mean, if if you want to support the scene, I guess. Um, and you you enjoy going to drag shows, it it is really entertaining and it's really fun. And um, it's very expensive though, from mm-hmm. from my experience now. Yeah, I've been to one in Sacramento before, um, with my sister who lives up there. Um, and that one, I didn't really spend that much money because they. I don't know if the tipping culture is lacking in Sacramento, but it was kind of more of a performance, and they didn't really get in, in into the crowd, mm-hmm. um, so the the tipping wasn't a factor, I guess. Yeah, I hear. Uh, I actually, someone in my class, my like documentary class, made a documentary about Hamburger Marys, and it's a huge thing. And like, I think one of their owners or one of the founders has aids right and so he was saying like how much he has to pay for i mean this is in the aids epidemic in the 90s when it was like mm-hmm. really crazy and hamburger mary's was like a place where all the you know lgbt community could sort of go and have a drag show and have a good time they do they wouldn't they also did drag shows and they also would do drag bingo i heard bingo yeah they had they definitely have bingo at this place yeah. uh, they have shirts that say like i'm bingo bitch yeah or something <laughs> yeah that's cool that's cool man that sounds fun yeah and then and then you just napped right yeah and then i i like i mean for some reason the alcohol did nothing to generate a buzz but i got like the the day drinking sleepies when i got home like I just I got so sleepy. I ended up sleeping for like five hours when I got home. Day I ended drink. up missing like the like NFC and AFC championships. <laughs> nah, 
because I was sleeping so good. Man, yeah, we were supposed to watch the Packers game. Yeah. You guys did not miss much, man. I was I went uh, with Freddie. We went to P.O. Dubs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to fucking P.O. Dubs, the old college bar. It's total dive bar. And uh, it was, was it actually uh, kind of crowded. It was cool. It was my first time people there. people getting like, gross, grossly drunk? Yeah, dude. There was, like, some people from... I think SpaceX there, like workers there, who were just like hanging out in the backyard, and we were playing ping pong, just hitting hitting the ball back and forth. And this one guy, he's wearing like a SpaceX hoodie. They're totally like a little clan in the back. He like just, I think he like is thinks there's a chair right behind him. Oh okay. And he just goes to sit and just falls right on his ass, and it's like, damn, bro. You, you know, you know what? Like I hate when that happens because sometimes you know you. You'll do something at a party or at a bar where it's like an honest mistake, but because you've had literally just one drink, people think you're just trash. <laughs> yeah. And so for all we know, he, he wasn't even that drunk. He, he just dude. didn't know there was a chair there. And then you get kicked out of the bar or everyone thinks you're sloppy because you like, just... You okay, bro? You okay, man? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's I know, just, yeah. Yeah, but that happens. But dude, speaking of cheap drinks or more expensive drinks, I guess, and the food too. Dude, Freddie got... Uh, he got this. It was called a Cleveland cheesesteak <laughs> <laughs> and a Corona. And the Corona is like seven fifty. He's like, "What the hell, man? I bought it." And then he's like, "He bought it for himself." He's like, "What the hell? It's the same price." I got like a draft IPA, and he's like, "The same price." He's like, "What the hell? How do I get a Corona and yours is the same price, man? What the heck?" But he gets the he gets the Cleveland cheesesteak because he wanted like a you know good thing of meat something and good like to you eat. Know, something to eat to watch he's the a game. Hungry boy, you never know. But then he gets it, and and the server guy, busboy, is like he's like he's like has the food and he doesn't want to even say what it is. He's like uh, whatever is the cheesesteak or something, and he hands it to Freddie, and you don't even see the meat. It's it's like. Uh, lettuce and tomato and then you like look over and it's like a thin strip of like chuck and it just looks so gross it just looks like something you do not want to eat was it good though no it was ass he's like dude this was this cost me 12 bucks and i'm only eating it because it costs a lot of money or yeah. cut, you know and so it's like the this, worst. Is, this is the worst sandwich I've ever had no the worst is when you like order some shit on Postmates and it ends up like that you're, like you wait like a whole ass fucking hour you're anticipating your food and then it just comes out to be a fucking huge disappointment That's do you are you loyal to like restaurants because of that on Postmates or yeah, do you absolutely. venture out to new ones absolutely stay loyal like sometimes I'll venture out hoping for the fucking best cause I'm on the search for like I'm on good. the prowl. I'm on the prowl for some really good um, carne asada nachos. You know? Ooh, yeah. I, I, I'm still looking for, like, the perfect plate. So if any of you know of any good spots, let me know. Well, uh, we'll ask it on the tape room story, see if we get any recommendations. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. from here. That's uh, not Chanos. Hueros? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's saying that, yeah. Hueros. Oh, that's the same thing. Wait, so you're talking nacho fries or just carne asada nachos? Well, nacho fries, I guess. Okay, mm, yeah, that's because I know you're about the nacho fries. Yeah, I, I'm about both. About both. Yeah, well, the nachos is is definitely like historically, for me, that's like my go-to if I want some good carne asada nacho fries. Yeah. Uh, nachos. The thing with theirs though is it, like if if they they rot really quick for some reason. I guess yeah, that just means it's really like fresh or something. Yeah. You leave them overnight anywhere in your house, the next day it smells so bad. So. Uh. 
I think it's just or the, even in the fridge, like you just it, get gross. It's the onion and cilantro combo. I noticed that every time I leave out like a burrito that fucking mm. has that cilantro uh. with onion, it ends up smelling really fucking bad. It's a disgusting chemical reaction that happens. Yeah, no, you don't. You're not supposed to leave half cut onions in the fridge. I know. Like oh. if you're using an onion, just either leave it out or just use all of it, because something about the onion isn't good. I'm about to post on the story saying Ramon is looking for the best nacho, f- carne asada nacho. F- Please, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm put hoping it as like a. Some good shit. <laughs> it's a terrible picture. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, shit. whatever. Um, Speaking of this weekend, though, man, it's a three day weekend. First three day weekend of of 2020, right? Yeah. Man, I. Today was pretty gray. Like, it was sort of overcast. I know you guys were sleeping most of the I day. I slept all day. Man, I went I went out. I did some uh, some errands with Sue's. Got a new shirt at my favorite place, Uniqlo, at the mall in, at 7th Street. Man, it was just so gray outside. And I was like, you take the train? No, we drove. Luckily, mm. they're, uh, they do validation at that little lot right, right by Macy's. So, it was chill. Was there a... How was the traffic today? It was nothing. It was not oh, existing. so beautiful. It was fine. But, dude, just the, the grayness of everything was like, man, it's a holiday weekend, and I wish the weather was good, but it was just totally... I really sad liked it. Okay. I feel like it, felt, it, it fit the mood. Yeah. It fits the mood, but at least if it was a little colder. I don't like gray and muggy. Uh. I like gray. <laughs> if it's going to be gray, be be cold, man. Just have it be cold so I can, like be windy too like full on i don't like this half like half muggy half gray like i i just want it to be full on full on uh bad weather you know like this is definitely light light sweater type i literally haven't got out today so i could (laughs) (laughs) it's like about it's about to be 8 p.m and i literally have not left the house it's okay it's like me on every weekend it (laughs) happens sometimes you you probably are better off because i was out and it just made me fucking depressed these these are the vacation days i love like i know like some people you know um you know they know there's gonna be a three-day weekend or a lot just some days off and they they start making plans and they're about to go do something for me it's just like i'd rather not make any plans you know i'm gonna be working i would have been working i'd rather just you know just chill out actually have a chill day you know just sleep yeah just just a me day you know totally i think i think i maybe needed that because I mean, I was able to run errands that I w- was saving for this day. Like, I, I got some film developed, you know, me, a big film guy, but I should, I kind of just wish I worked. I'd rather work and get paid than have this little holiday. You got to get those paid vacation days. Yeah. I know. I'm not at, I'm not at that level yet. <laughs> what else? You, got, you saw Parasite, right? Yeah. It, it changed my life. This is a Taperness Movie Club special edition because we only do it once a week and now we can... We just want to talk about it so yeah, bad. Man. So if you haven't seen Parasite, then maybe uh, fast forward or just... Or just have, accept the spoilers. Because it's, it's such a good movie, I, I'd hate to ruin it for you, you know? Yeah, so fast it's, forward... It's, um, I wouldn't mind spoiling like Avengers for you or something because that just... just yeah. eh. But you know, if it's Parasite, the greatest film of our time... I'd hate myself. Yeah. So, 
Or are you actually gonna spoil it? Cause so I when did you we watched it? When? Oh, you haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Shut, <sighs> Shut the fuck out. Can we talk about why okay, we I liked it no without spoilers? spoilers? Then, just just a quick why we like it. Uh, one one like quick it. thing. I feel like you're the only one who, who's watched it. No, Anthony's I've seen it. I've seen it, dude. I love it, oh, too. I recommended it. Let's watch it tonight, Ramon. Together? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see it again. Like a bro date? Is that weird? Just two bros going to the movies? Oh, you want to go to the movies? I'd be down. I mean, it, it'd be around the same price because if you want to stream it online, they already have it, but it's like 15 bucks. Um, and if we were going to like to Crenshaw well, Mall or just, something, I was just gonna like get the low low. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> dude, but <laughs> allegedly. I, but for real though, this movie you'd like it in theaters. It's yeah. It's honestly it's one of those so movies. So good. It's one of those movies where the theater really enhances the experience. All right, I'm down. I'm I got down. I got shushed by an old man when I walked in because <laughs> me me and Emma walked in a little late, and then um. We're like, oh, is the we? Like, I just kind of asked her, like, oh, are these the credits? And then uh, I just I didn't hear an old guy go, shush. And I was like, I couldn't tell if he was talking to me or like to someone next to him. So it didn't hit me at first. But then halfway through the movie, I was like, he you're was shushing me. You're still thinking. Yeah, I was like, he, he this bro, man shushed me. You're some Seinfeld ass shit, bro. Yeah, like, it's it's just like I'm sorry, guy. You know, there's, Buddy shushed th- me. Dude, yeah. there's some movie you theaters where you, where you can't if you enter late, they won't let you in. It's crazy. Yeah, well, the, the, that's why like, we had to try to see the movie a couple times, and either it was sold out because it's such a popular movie right now, even, like, I don't know if it's months after it got released. Yeah, a couple yeah. months. And because we, we like, kept on getting there late for some reason because the parking was kind of difficult in her area. So we'd literally get there, and they're like, sorry, you can't go in there anymore. And we're like, oh, <sighs> God damn it. Damn, that sucks. But, um, so that's why, you know, <laughs> third time's the charm, and when we walked in there, I felt so, felt so good. I'm finally going to see this movie. Damn. Do you think the anticipation was part yeah. of that? The, the, the yeah. It was. It was. Maybe it wasn't that good of a movie. I just. I just wanted to see it so bad. No, dude. <laughs> but it I was want... a great movie. <laughs> I saw it at the Alamo in downtown. That shit is so dope. Maybe I've already talked about this, but free advertising for it. If you want to have a prime ass movie experience, go to the fucking Alamo because they got recliners in service like. Oh, there's waiters, dude. There's, there's oh, waiters, yeah, love them. It's like dine, and you could get popcorn. But like, I I just get popcorn. I stick to popcorn. But you get pizza, burgers, burritos, like all this good food for like the normal price you'd pay at a restaurant. Please sponsor us, Alamo. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah there's a theater like that uh, by Emma's house, like in Pasadena area, um, where you know you go in and then they have like a little button and then you push it and then a waiter comes and you yeah. say, oh, can I have a, a flight of like whatever? And then it, it's Dining it's the theaters, coolest yeah. thing. Like the seats are so comfortable. Yeah. No, and I watched Parasite with that and I think it enhanced my viewing experience because they had, I didn't get anything, but they had, it was like their special movie. So they had like special drinks and uh, foods. They, they had like Korean, some Korean dish just for the movie they that you could a, get. They had kimchi on Tap? Yeah, <laughs> that's like gross. Yeah. Dude, KBBQ drink the juice. movie. Like he watched. So the movie oh, that would be so fun. awesome. So what I'm hearing is that movie theaters and the movie going. You know what? I, I was about. Yeah. It's not dead yet, guys. I you'd think in this yeah. age, you know, with streaming and all that, like everything's dying, but movie theaters are are still an experience. They're nostalgic. There's just something nice about going out, right? Yeah. Right. They want to make an event out of it. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's also really good for like dates and shit. Yeah, you know? Netflix and chill though. 
Yeah, yeah, but it's not the same. No, I, you're not ready for the nef- for the chill yeah, part. Yeah. You'd rather <laughs> so go to the movie theater. You're not ready for the chill. Just <laughs> no, we, we gotta work our way up there. Susan and I spend so much money on movies. We go to like at least a couple a month. Oh shit! And yeah, we uh like it's it's really fun. And uh, what did we see last? I think we saw. I forget, but like, it's it's really fun. I think we saw. Little Women, Little Women. Now that's a. You guys might give me shit, but that's a good ass movie. <laughs> Why? I, I don't, I've never Just because of the name. Well, Little is it Wo- really about tiny girls? No, you know, there's a book from the 1800s called Little Women. I don't know if you ever read. It. It's just. I miss. Bu- I missed the release. A, pun- a, bu- a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, you read it, and a lot of grade school people read it. Mm-hmm. It's like a kids. It's about like these four sisters, right, mm-hmm. growing up in New England in the post civil or during the Civil War, and after it, and it's like some really good actresses, uh, Saoirse Ronan, Emma, Emma, what's her name from Harry Potter? Watson. Emma Watson, the girl from uh, Florence Pugh from Midsummer, and uh, they're li- they have one more sister. She's like the youngest one. I don't know her name, but. It's really good, and it's the same director as Lady Bird, uh, Greta Gerwig. I haven't seen that one either. But your dog is named Lady Bird? Every time I think of Sisters, I think of the movie, um, uh, The Suicide Suicide. The Virgin Suicide. Suicide. I've literally never seen that movie, but I've always seen, like, the bill, not the billboard, but, like, the little artwork. It's a good movie if you like dramas, and I I really like Sofia Coppola. Well, you know, um, I'm the kind of a film nerd, and... I've watched almost every Sofia Coppola movie. That one is is her first. That and Lost in Translation. I've seen that two. one. This is Scarlett Johansson, right? Yeah, and they're in me, Japan. And him, her and Bill Murray. Lost in Translation always gets to me. I'm a big Scarlett Johansson fan, too. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. her. I have, you know, her, I have her on my Instagram. I call myself, you know, like uh, a huge like film fan. Yeah. But um, I was talking to my girlfriend's aunt the other day. And then she's like, oh, you really like film? And I was like, yeah. She's like, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Have you seen this? Have you seen that? And I was like, fuck, I haven't seen any of these Dude, movies. Shit. And I was like, I need, I need to get on it. Get so more free advertising for movie theaters. Um, I know Cinemark, or I think, has the whole A-list thing. Oh, where you yeah. pay a monthly subscription and you can watch three movies in the theater every week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's such a deal. I think I might just do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just just keep up to date with all these. I because like you don't go out that often, though. Yeah, but like a movie theater is one of those things where like, it's 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 not like going to the club, you know. Like, yeah. if, if you you're gonna to plan on going to the club, like on a on a work day, it's like, oh, it's like such a thing. The next day, you know, you're gonna be exhausted. True. But a movie yeah. theater, you know, you just go watch a movie, then you come back home and you just go to bed. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice feeling of going out, and I think in a movie theater, what differentiates it from Netflix is that you kind of have to submit yourself to this, and like, you say, okay, I'm I'm here for the next couple hours. There's no clicking away yeah. or anything, you know, it's like Yeah, you you're not gonna respond to texts. Yeah. No one's gonna bother you. You're you're fully immersed. Yeah. It's, you're it's you you're giving yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Uh that's what I love about movies, like the escape aspect of it. You gotta just I love stories, you know. It's it's really cool that we get to par- participate in something that I think is very like nostalgic. When you mm-hmm. think about it, like a movie theater, you know, it, it sounds so old school. Yeah. And like maybe one day our kids' kids 
will be like, oh, what a boomer. You, you'd you go to movie theaters? Like, that sounds like some Man. the old thing, you know? Yeah. Why don't you just stream it? Dude, I think that as long as people are... Because it, it is a good, like, first date type place, you know? As mm. long as people are, like, out there dating and doing just, like, fun little... Uh, Before the sex robots take yeah. over the industry? Fun little whatever activities. It, they're going to stay around, right? Yeah. It's just too solid. I mean, yeah, like... Movie movie theaters, I always thought like were they're they're like the standard. Like if you're gonna take a girl on a date, it just seems like you know, just take her to a movie, you know. Yeah. But I, I've always thought about how it's it's kind of like it's difficult to gauge sometimes whether you like her, she likes you, when you just kind of sit there and you don't even get to have a conversation. Dude, I heard a I heard a horror story about um this couple that went on a um, to a movie theater today, mm-hmm. and so this dude takes this girl, they couldn't get seats together. So they ended up sitting, like, fucking five people apart. <laughs> so they went to the movie. They sit down five people, five people apart. And then after the movie, they just kind of say, okay, bye. Oh, that sounds true. And they terrible. fucking talk to each other. That's why it has to be dinner and a movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You got, you, you're not going to really know someone after a movie. But yeah, dinner and a movie, man. I don't know. Like, if I watch Parasite with a girl, and then after she's like, "Oh, that movie was so bad, right?" Oh, I'll be yeah. like, "Bro, oh, <laughs> like, get out of my life." I know. Yeah, I would just like, yeah. "Oh yeah." So you got your Uber? I'm gonna drive straight home. <laughs> yeah, man. If I was with someone that didn't like Parasite, Parasite, man, I'm excited for your. I wish I was in I your know. shoes, Ramon, so I could watch it again for the first time. Man, it's I'm gonna I'm I'm try to enjoy it just for you. Watch it slowly. Watch it at <laughs> 0.5 speed. So you get to fully en- enjoy the experience. <laughs> Wait, so yeah. we're going tonight, right? You want to go to the movie theaters? Yeah, I'm down. Might as well. Let's get it out of the way. We're All right, well, we'll check out some showtimes yeah. when this is over. Yeah. You want to go too, Anthony? I mean... Oh, my God, oh, we're doing this. All right, good. We're movie date. Movie date. Yeah, okay. Let's do Just it. the boys. Let's check out. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, oh, we'll see if it's playing. Um, you know? I might get really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Well, How? We're, we're probably going to the Crenshaw Theater. They don't got, <laughs> like, waiters. Let's take a, a quick break, and we'll be back in a second. I'm going to get drunk. All right, and we're back. So, we've got a nice little candle burning in the studio like we do. Yeah. For every uh, every episode, we burn this nice candle. Get the vibes right. It smells like what? a fresh o- ocean. What, what what are we burning right now, Caesar? Uh, this is a uh, sea salt vanilla. Cause usually this room smells like cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? We we had cats in the studio for a bit, cause like a friend let us borrow the cat, cause there was rats. Rat problem. And uh, you know, we just had the cats in here for a bit. Do you know? Did you know that cat piss? Um, the smell of cat piss paralyzes rats with fear. They literally <laughs> just fucking stay there fucking terrified. What about our piss? <laughs> we just pee around the perimeter. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just never, never I don't know. I feel like rats Rats should learn to fear us, too. Like, like we're a funny uh, uh, Always Sunny episode. Oh, you know when they get rats in the thing? You guys watch that show? I've watched it so many times. Man, when there's like, there's so many rats in the basement. I've been killing hundreds of them. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. bat. And it's like... <laughs> He's like, uh, if if they say that like piss is like a is a rat deterrent, and they start pissing in like the <laughs> end of the bar, but then like the cops come and like, what are you doing? And then 
I got some sort of shenanigans from that. I think that's sort of those shows where it's kind of like South Park, where I'm like, I don't know how they still exist. And when the, you know, we've, we're in the age of like cancel culture. Yeah, peace you you think you know it's always funny in Philadelphia. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and like South Park would just be long gone by now. Yeah, yeah, it's strange. There, I, there is a, some backlash, but th- I think the community there's a community behind it that love it so much that it's just not gonna not gonna die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so sea salt. Was this sea salt vanilla? Yeah, it's sea salt vanilla. Um, I definitely smell the saltiness of it. It is sort of. I smell the vanilla. Oh. I Maybe a, I gotta I get closer. Sense of fresh ocean. <laughs> <laughs> fresh ocean. <laughs> fresh oceanness. <laughs> Wait, where do you find? I get the smell. Yeah. Fresh ocean. <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah. I, I really, you know what? Speaking of industries that you think would be dead, yeah. I feel like candles shouldn't be doing as good as they are but it's a booming industry have you ever had like a bath with surrounded by candles no <laughs> that shit is fucking fire bro how many i don't know just surround yourself with some you've candles. done it you've yeah, done yeah it? yeah i've done it a few times. i don't think i've ever had a bath put on a little put on some music some <laughs> i mean i've showered but <laughs> some nice relaxing music Wait, how often do you have a bathroom with some candles what how often do you do you have a bath you gotta feel it. If you're sore, you get a bath. Your uncle was actually telling me this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was saying like, get a bath, get some Epsom salt. If you're sore, just throw it in. I was like, after a long day of work, I'm like, hey, uh, what's your uncle's name again? The oh, horse rider. The horse rider. Oh, one? Uh, Chopa. Chopa. I was like, hey, Chopa, man, I just was busy at work all day. He's like, dude. Just you gotta, go you take gotta a try one of these baths. Get, get, get some uh, Epsom salt, man. Just do it. I mean, I used to do it when I was a jockey, and I'm gonna tell you, it'll, it'll cure you right up of your your ailments, and it actually works. It actually works. Yeah, man, candles, they really fucking set the mood. They They're do. really good, dude. Yeah, I mean, like, we, I love a campfire, like a roaring campfire, and then you get your own little mini campfire in the room, you know. Yeah. And scents are just so fucking powerful. It's like yeah. one of the ways our brain kind of remembers shit you don't want you don't want me and anthony to go on a tangent right now about sense do you you remember the documentary we saw oh yeah (laughs) i think we've talked about it before on the podcast but yeah yeah, uh candles are a 3.1 billion dollar industry i feel like the reason i think it's it's like not you know a profitable industry is just because like i feel like in tv shows or movies you always see like the suburban mom that gets like uh, put into like That's some sort of I know they though, get put bro. into some sort of like a multi-level marketing system where they're selling candles and then they just have like a bunch of candles in the house yeah. um, and like the same thing with Tupperware but I guess Tupperware is probably doing good too you know no dude the great thing about candles is that they're so versatile you can take them anywhere basically and you just can't get them wet but like I love a good scent I love going to a farmer's market and getting artisan candles I just got a new candle today first time it's a rose water candle i'm not a big fan of like the heavy strong candles i just like a light candle that i can just put in and i'll just set the vibe it's a rose water very very mellow not like super floral but man candles can just they can just take you to it they're like movies man they're like movies on an intense journey i know let's watch let's watch parasite instead of candle (laughs) and then (laughs) we all hop in the bath Some Epsom sauce. there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I like I like candles too. I think I 
I've bought a lot of candles in my life. Um, I just didn't know there were so many candle enthusiasts like mm-hmm. us out there. Oh yeah, there, there's a lot. I like giving them out, out as like presents. Yeah, it's a nice present. Yeah. You thinking of giving Emma Valentine's Day candle? Yeah, know, maybe. it's coming up. It's in like yeah, Valentine's Day is coming month. up. I went to Target. They already got their whole section up. Yeah. No. You guys got any plans? That's the thing. You can get, you gotta start <laughs> making plans now because, you know, if, if you can go into a you know decently nice restaurant, they fill up fast. Last yeah. year, Susan and I learned the hard way. I mean, we still went to a nice Italian restaurant, but man, gotta start. She's already Susan's already asking me like, what are we gonna do for Valentine's Day? I'm like, what? It's like a month away. What are yeah. we, I don't know what we're gonna do, man. Like I just go with the flow, but she obviously is a lot more organized than I am. You know what? I really want to have a beef Wellington. Ooh. So, whatever restaurant has those, I'm gonna get reservations. I've never, I've never seen a beef Wellington on. That's like you're gonna have to go to a nice American. <laughs> it's really place. hard. Yeah. Um, I've I've searched, in, in I've searched in Los Angeles <laughs> for a place that has beef Wellingtons. It's very difficult to find. And then I tried to make one on my own, and it was disgusting. <laughs> it's it's like because it's such a thick piece of meat. What do you like about beef Wellingtons? I mean, I, I'm a huge Chef Gordon Ramsay fan. Uh huh. He's my idol. Along with Denzel Washington, you fucking donkey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but his, you know, his signature dish is is the beef Wellington. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, it's it's very difficult to make. And I think one of the hardest things about it, from my experience, is, you know, you you have the the pastry that you wrap around the meat. Yeah. And you have the super thick cut of meat, so properly baking the pastry while also getting the meat at the perfect temperature is really difficult. Cause it's it's a really thick cut of meat, so either you undercook the pastry and it's just really doughy and gross, or you just like overcook the meat and then you almost burn the pastry, or you undercook the meat and it's just it's such a thick cut, so it's just all blood and raw. Sorry, damn. Maybe you <laughs> pre-cook the first meat a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's I need to so, I need to reach out to him. Yeah. So Gordon Ramsay, he donkey. he had a uh, I just found this out. He had a restaurant in L.A. called The Fat Cow. Opened in 2012. Closed less than two years later. I don't yeah. know why. You can't win them all. Yeah. It, it opened at The Grove in L.A. It definitely wasn't his fault, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It was it, after a series of legal challenges. It closed yeah. permanently. Huh. Yeah, he doesn't. It was the undercooked beef wellington. He's got, got a people few sick. in Vegas. A bunch in Vegas. A couple in the, Oh. Oh, there we go. Gordon Ramsay at the London I think he had one at the hotel, 2008 to 2015, and it had a Michelin star. But yeah, when I was in Vegas gambling, the one time I've gambled and I hit the slots, yeah, I I like I was just kind of chilling in my seat, and then I don't know something God spoke to me and He said, "Turn around, turn around, Cesar. I need you to do that." <laughs> and I turned, and then I saw a huge like, not a statue, but like. A cardboard cutout of Chef Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And it was basically a cutout and a sign that says "Chef Gordon Ramsay Restaurant," and then it said like the distance and where it was, and I was like, "I gotta go to it." Yeah. But we were on route to Utah, so I didn't have enough time. Oh man. But it was destiny. One of these days. Yeah. He also has the Boxwood Cafe, 2009 opened, closed 2015. People do not like Gordon Ramsay in LA, I guess. I don't know. Oh, you're. I guess you're one of the few yeah. who actually. I'm part of a, uh, what's it called a chat a chat group online, yeah. and we just talk about them. <laughs> we we report most recent sightings. 
<laughs> we post pictures of him. <laughs> I'm really not. I, I should I should start with. Him. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that are really obsessed with him. No, I'm sure he has. Oh, yeah, he is a character, icon, man. Yeah. and it comes to top like food pyramids of like celebrity. It's like Guy Fieri. Gordon Ramsay. Nobody's yeah. pronouncing that guy. Yeah. Fieri. It's a it's a T. The R is a T. That's he gets pissed at you. I've seen so many interviews. Uh, like Bobby Flay, like the Food Network stars. But outside of the Food Network, there's Gordon Ramsay, who's sort of operating on his whole other. He's on a whole other level. Like he trademarked like the anger that comes with with owning and operating yeah. a restaurant, and that's like, man, this. This squid's so fucking raw. I could, it's still, I could still taste the ink. You, you know, fucking donkey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wait. Let's. Sit. We got to do a, a Gordon Ramsay. What, what are the, his top lines? Yeah, Gordon Ramsay. I mean, a lot of people love the idiot sandwich where he just puts the bread <laughs> on your head and he says, "What is this? An idiot sandwich." Let <laughs> me see memes. Here we go. My grand could do better, and she's dead. <laughs> you use so much oil, the U.S. wants to invade the plate. Did he really say that? No. Oh, shit. That fish is so raw, it's still looking for its son. Oh, that's like a, a fighting, fighting email. <laughs> These are definitely what people just made. Yeah. This beef is so undercooked that it's starting to eat the salad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that one. It's uh, That well, chicken has so much ginger on it, it no longer has a soul. <laughs> okay, this is just... Okay. Yeah. Man... I think people just hate him in LA because he's too real. Yeah. yeah. No, people like. Yeah, that's a good point, Ramon. He's just too damn real for us. Yeah. We're we're pie in the sky. We only like the. It's because we're all so sensitive. That's yeah. Right. You know. So you know what I hate about people who hate chefs. Wow. It's like, like you'll see it sometimes when Chef Chef Gordon Ramsay. I gotta say the full name out of respect. Yeah. When uh, <laughs> Chef Gordon Ramsay um. You know, whips up, like, sometimes he'll post videos on YouTube or on Facebook, and he'll say, like, uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay's take on, like, huevos rancheros. And then, like, a bunch of people will go off saying, oh, that's not how you make them. Like, oh, what the hell is this? And I think what people don't understand a lot about chefs is that, you know, they, they, they have their own take on things, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you want a traditional huevos rancheros, go to your mom's house, you know, or just yeah. go to your local Mexican restaurant. But, you know, chefs just kind of do their own takes on things. and Yeah, this shit's elevated. Well, not not even elevated. I, I guess yeah. If if he you know, but I'm just saying like people just think a dish has to be prepared one way, yeah. or it's not the dish. Whereas you know you can have your own twist on things. Yeah, it's kind of open to interpretation. Yeah, interpretation. That's exactly it. Yeah, no, that's what's great. I mean, th- we are an art podcast. I would say cooking, and being a chef is a total different art. That is like awesome. That dude fucking changed my life. I learned how to make scrambled eggs. Oh, yeah. The way he does it, dude. It's so good. Take it off off the fucking stove every piece He makes them really creamy and fluffy and light. That's the best. That's literally the best. So good, man. With some creme fraiche. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And he he does it respectfully, too, when he tries to do, like, traditional dishes. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, he'll he'll prepare. I think there's a a video of him, like, in Thailand when he's trying to prepare, like, a pad thai or something. And yeah. then, like, uh, the chefs are there with him. They're kind of watching him do it. And then they roast him because they're like, this is ass. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, like, and he didn't get angry, you know? Like, he's like, you know, I'm preparing a Thai dish. It, it's uh, their interpretation is obviously the most important. Right. Yeah. And um, I guess even when you're making your own interpretation, you have to be within the same realm of what the dish is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, you strayed too far. This is weird. Like, I don't know what the hell you just made. Yeah. But he, he's respectful about it. Um, I'm pretty sure he has had some scandals, though, where, like, 
he like i think he opened i don't know if it was him i don't want to trash talk my boy you know but there was a restaurant that opened i think in new york Mm -hmm. and it was a chinese restaurant um that doesn't sound like him huh yeah, he own, he. Let's. Not, that's totally I, I literally me. have. Yeah, a, it was a scandal, and like everyone was like, "Yeah, this super expensive Chinese restaurant," and like every, every Chinese person hates it, and they're like, "It doesn't even taste like Chinese food," and they're just like, "It's like completely themed like a China theme," and like the restaurant owner isn't even Chinese. Um, so it was like a whole scandal, but I don't really know much about it. I'm trying to find. He, I just like spreading he, fake he news. He only has a couple. <laughs> he has Gordon Ramsay at the London in New York and Maze in New York. And both of them are closed down. Honestly, looking from this website, it looks like uh, he's more a lot bigger in London, obviously, because yep. that's where he's he probably is from. But like seeing all these, I mean, in Vegas and London, and like maybe a little bit on the East Coast of like Atlantic City or like you know Atlantic City, you'd bet. But Scotland, Dubai, he has one in Dubai. Man, but yeah, I don't know. You have a favorite chef? My mom. No, nah, man. <laughs> honestly, my mom didn't cook that much. I, I, I'm so, honestly, I like cooking for myself, but if I had to pick one, I mean, Guy Fieri, man. He's, like, so all-American. I love his just, like, attitude about cooking. And he's from he's from NorCal. He's from Santa Rosa, so I got to rep it, rep it from uh, NorCal, man, you know. The, the transplant life? Yeah, the transplant life. But no, I've he's actually cool. never seen him whip anything up. I've only seen him like I've seen diners, drive-ins, and whatever. Driving diners, drive-ins. Does. He has his own thing. He has a couple. He has guys' grocery games, and he also has like guys. He basically like chefs up in his backyard. He like barbecues, cooks everything. Let me look. Th- let me find the exact title so I can plug it for the listeners. Yeah, you gotta uh, support your boy. Uh, yeah, and it's. I mean, we all have our gods. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony just has a big. He has guys. Grocery yeah, games. guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. He sleeps show. in a flame shirt. <laughs> yeah, frosted tips. Yeah, um, he's been on talk shows. Too. There's been Guy Fury parties. Guy's Big Bite. He had Guy's Big Bite, and he had, now he has Guy's Ranch Kitchen. And he and he actually whips stuff up. Yeah, he's dude. He's a freaking and yeah, he's he's dope. <laughs> that was like kind. Of, um, he's a man. Have you ever heard of Simply Ming? Nah. Simply Ming. What is that? So, like, just growing up, I used to just kind of scan the TV and just go through different channels. And then oh. there was this one show that would sometimes come out, and it was a dude, like, a show named Simply Ming. Mm. There was a guy named Ming, and he would just whip stuff up, and it always looked so good. Yeah, I can see. I'm looking him up right now. Yeah. Asian guy. Huh. One of that, speaking of that, though, mine, my second Food Network fave is this guy, Alton Brown. He had Good Eats. He would bring, bring like, a scientific nerdiness to cooking that I thought was cool. Like, it was big, and I guess the same time as Simply Ming. I, the whole I chemistry side of it. Yeah, I was like, he's kind of a nerd. But he's cool, Alton Brown. I've I never heard of him. Man, I love cooking. I I'm can't wait till till uh, I get a new place with Sue's and we uh, chef it up together. When we used to, in mm-hmm. college, man, cooked us up all the good shit. Yeah, the place me and Ramon stay at, we just got a microwave. <laughs> It's all good. No, it, I mean. And a refrigerator. Yeah. Suze yeah, doesn't have one. We could put a pan on the pavement outside on a hot day. Get a hot day. Nice up. up That'd be a good YouTube video, uh, uh, episode. It, on the hottest day. Yeah, just uh, the tapeworms whip up a dish using the asphalt <laughs> and a pan. It could what happen if it's really hot. We just get run over. The way this, the way this uh, weather pattern, though, you never know. Yeah. Like, it's been either 
super cold or hot or all these strange weather patterns. You never know how hot it could be this this summer. So I feel like we're all mispronouncing things right now. Weather pattern. The weather. Uh, the like weather is no. Cool. A combined episode and video. The epidio. <laughs> Epiduo. Yeah. Epiduo. Isn't that something? Yeah. Epidural. Uh, I think epiduo is medication or something. Yeah, epidermis. I think epiduo is an acne one. Mm. Man, yeah, we're doing so much mispronunciations. <laughs> <laughs> we should uh, wrap it up soon. Yeah, we're gonna go. We we decided we're actually going to go on a tapeworms boys date, and we're gonna go watch Parasite. Yeah. Even though I've already seen it, and Anthony's <laughs> you, didn't already you seen literally it. see it yesterday? I saw it. <laughs> yeah. No, I saw it Saturday. I okay, think. two days ago. So that's good. I think. I, yeah, I saw it. No, I saw it Saturday. Today's Monday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I it was a couple months for me, so I'm still. It's such fresh. a good movie, though. But, uh, thank you for listening, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're gonna go check out Parasite. We love you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> now here's a local band, close friends of the Tapeworms. Um, this is their latest single, uh, somewhat sedated by Suburban. Yee yee.
for listening to this episode of the Tape Rooms Podcast. Go get a candle, smell it. Set the mood. Set the mood, yep. And as always, keep keep it wormy. wormy.